previously on Tabletop Trouble. The mystery under the mountain grows stranger as our party begins to question the motives of the cultists who patrolled the ancient city. Having taken a pair of them captive, the party interrogates one of the mask-wearing guards by a large hole in the ground, unknowingly feeding him to the Spider Queen Lorith. She becomes obsessed with Lessa, having not feasted on Dwarf for quite some time. She informs the group that the beholder they seek is named Zizix, and she holds one of his keystones, offering it in exchange for a dwarven sacrifice, giving our heroes one day to fulfill their end of the bargain. Left with their other prisoner, they extract more information from him, though a strange band similar to the one that was forcibly put on Kako causes him to black out before he can fully explain. and Rave, you stand outside of this portal as you watch your other two party members walk back through the portal. And it's a pretty quiet night here in Ashvale. You can see people moving about their homes, the occasional person walking past the street, but no one's paying any attention to you. And you watch your teammates disappear through the portal. And then you see someone kind of jump off of a roof and he lands in a very dramatic pose as he raises his head you can see the masked man that you've encountered previously standing in front of you which masked oh, the man? same guy uh like the it. the masked man who was previously playing with fire oh oh hello the one that threatened lessa oh i pull off my axe that's all Kako, i need to know i need you to make a constitution saving throw uh 10 uh, you feel that burning sensation that you felt previously when you would go towards the circle of insight, and it begins to like fill your veins with fire. Ow. Ow. And you're almost like compelled to step backwards. Uh, and he looks at you, Rave, and he says, drop your axe. I'm here on good terms. And uh, he flips his hand in your direction, and I need you to make a strength saving throw. A strength save is a 27. You have disadvantage because of your exhaustion. <gasps> no, I forgot. 18. Yeah, you feel your axe kind of telekinetically try and rip out of your hands, but it doesn't budge. You're able to keep your grip on it. What do you want? I am here to make sure that my man there makes it out okay. And he gestures towards Brayden. Why Brayden. wouldn't he be okay? It's not like we're murdering him. Oh, you mean like Mikhail? I already have to tell one widow that her husband isn't coming home. I'd hate to make it another one. Why would married men work in the Doom Fortress? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they have responsibilities. <laughs> right, that strikes me as irresponsible. Uh, he raises his hands up above his head and he takes another step closer to you and he says, please, I assure you, I mean no harm. And I need you to make another constitution saving throw. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean you no harm, I'm just harming you. Uh, AIDS. Yeah, this burns even harder as he gets closer to you, and you are going to take uh, four points of burning damage. Ow. Alright, whatever you're doing to him, stop it. Now. He has a mark. Yes, I do. Uh, and he, he steps back, um, and you can feel that burning reside, and he says, I'm, I'm sorry, I had forgotten that you were marked. Yeah, why does this hurt me when you're standing next to me? Well, I would assume that means that someone wants to keep you away from me. But didn't your organization give this to me? Why would I have any need to keep you from myself? Um, have we ever actually, like, clarified that these guys definitely do work for the Beholder? Or have I just been assuming that? You have never asked them. It has all been assumptions you guys have made. Uh, sir, do you work for a Beholder? Yes. I serve Zizix. What do you do? What's your job? Why are you? <laughs> Kaka, Why what even? is wrong with you today? I don't know. I know common is not even your 13th language, but step up, man. I'm not ready to reveal all this information to you, but I will permit you three questions if you allow me to send someone to collect 
are my man over there. Okay. Um, Rafe, do you have any ideas? No, I will fuck this up. Can we meet the Beholder Man? Uh, are we asking these questions before or after I make sure that Brayden over there is okay? I mean, I guess you can check him now. <laughs> he whistles, and two more men jump down from the roof above him, uh, and they go over and they check his vital signs and lift him over and carry him towards this masked man. Takes a bit of magic dust from his hand and rubs it over the symbol on the back of his neck. And you can see it glow with blue energy before it fades away. And he looks at these two men who are holding up the now unconscious Braden and says, uh, you should be fine now. Hopefully we can get everyone else together and get that removed before it causes any other issues. And they nod and walk, they walk away. Uh, the weird beholder thing. Why do you work for him? He holds up three fingers and he puts one down. I work for the beholder because... He has led this city for hundreds of thousands of years and wants nothing more than to protect the good people from the coming dangers that may present themselves shortly. Um, is the Beholder hidden from you, or is he just in a room that you can't get into? If you were to ask Zizix himself, he would tell you that he was betrayed hundreds of thousands of years ago by dwarves who called that city you were in home. Uh, and they sealed him away, hiding away the keystones that opened his door and trapping him inside. And he lowers another finger. Is Lessa here? Yeah, she's standing next to you. What do you know about my protege's abilities? He, like, strokes the bottom of his mask as he looks at Lessa and he says, There have been legends of people like her, people who are connected to an ancient being that we simply refer to as the Deep. His agents have appeared through the realms many times throughout the past cycles, and she is the next in a long line of tools that serve him. How does Lessa take that? She looks horrified. Is that creature, like, well-known? Like, would Kako know anything about it? Um, no, not really. It's an old tale told by sailors. You've heard, like, legends of it, but nothing, like, concrete. Just going to kind of give Lessa a reassuring look. So what happens now? Well, I believe with that, and he lowers his final finger and he says, our dealings are done. Are you going to actually stop us from wandering around the caves down there? Have I attempted to stop you so far? No, but are your men going to stop us? Have they stood in your way or questioned you or sought any sort of resistance? You've been traipsing around there for almost two days now. Okay, fair. <laughs> but you understand how, like, uh, understand how this could be misunderstood. You are a bunch of weird cultists hidden underground in a cave system. You are a fairly menacing person yourself. Yeah, he, he lets out a hearty chuckle and he says, You must forgive the theatrics. Dealing in misinformation is part of my job. Well, I would possibly lay the blame for the, your comrade's death on, that, on those theatrics. He lowers his head and he looks up at you and he says well i believe we are done then and he turns around and snaps his fingers and disappears i'm not crazy right they're definitely they're definitely evil i put away my axe we might be the bad guys isaac and wiz as you walk out of the uh portal you can see the uh man who you previously uh, said you were swapping shifts with, approach you, and he says, oh, uh, you had me worried for a second. I didn't think that uh, that you were coming back. No, no, I just, uh, you know, I wanted to uh, grab a quick drink. Uh, he, he lets out a, a laugh and he says, yeah, that those bars in, in Asheville sure are nice, especially on long nights like this. Don't worry, yeah. I won't tell the commander. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah, and he takes a seat on a like a crate near the portal, facing it. Oh, what was your name again, friend? It's Nichols. Thanks, Nichols. <laughs> I wave goodnight to him, and I'm gonna head to the barracks. Yeah, yeah. you guys make your way back <clears throat> down the small path, back to the dark room with the glowing mushrooms. You can hear the slight trickling of water uh, running through this area, and you can see what appears to be like a natural hot spring in one of the corners. 
and there are several members of the uh, of the masked men, the eyes of the city. A couple of them sleeping, um, two of them just talking amongst themselves in a quiet whisper, and another one just standing watch by the door that leads north. You can see light coming from that direction. Isaac, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to bring the others back with us so we can head through the barracks. Maybe we should see what that guy's guarding first. But then we need to go back and get the others. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let me go talk to the guard. Why don't you keep watch? Okay. Yeah. We stand near like a stone column that uh, holds the roof of this <laughs> cave up. And your face is illuminated or the mask that you're wearing is illuminated by the glowing light of these bioluminescent mushrooms in the corner, uh, kind of tucked away from the... <laughs> Uh, from where everyone is sleeping. Um, and as you survey this scene, it's not really all that fancy. It's a bunch of cots in a dirt cave near a hot spring, and nobody really pays any attention to you as you lean against this pillar. Can I pick some mushrooms non-discreetly? <laughs> non-discreetly? <laughs> you just want to walk up and pick them? Uh, discreetly. Okay, discreetly. <laughs> um, yeah, roll a sleight of hand for me. Uh, 14. Yeah, you walk over to these mushrooms and the glow as you get close to them is, is very bright and they let off this kind of green energy and as you pick one of them, that glow kind of wavers a little bit before steadying back. Like a flickering light bulb or something? Kind of, but as it corrects itself to the fact that it's no longer attached to the ground, it glows with the same strength. Yeah, don't eat them. Yeah, I'm just gonna pick off like a handful and stick them in my bag. Yeah, you pick like two or three and stick them in your bag. Uh, Isaac, you approach the guard who is guarding the other exit of this room, but you can see like a glowing light coming from further down as you get closer. Yeah, I'm going to kind of casually stroll up to the opposite side of the, the entryway and lean up against it and gesture down the hall. <clears throat> well, it's been quiet so far. Uh, he lets out like a stretch and he says, oh, man, it's quiet every night. Why do they make us guard this? I uh, says, uh, not sure. Have to ask the commander about that one, but uh, I think it has something to do with that big door further in. They don't want just anybody wandering down here. They didn't post anybody down there, did they? Oh, no, absolutely not. If you, I mean, this this whole cave is infested with spiders and goblins, kobolds. God knows what else. <laughs> I feel bad if if they ever did send a poor bastard down there. He lets out a, a, a big laugh. He says, yeah, I wouldn't be caught dead down that way. Oh, well, try not to fall asleep on watch. Nah, he gives you a salute and he says, don't worry about me, buddy. I got this. Well, kind of gesture as I walk away from him, uh, head towards Wiz. So what's the plan? I stuff the mushrooms into my pocket as you approach. Um. <laughs> uh, what's, what's the deal with the guy? Uh, I'm gonna sit uh, sit down on one of the empty bunks near you and just kind of like that casually. So there's a door that sounds like it might be the the gate that we've been looking for down there, but apparently it's not guarded. It sounds like most of the guards stay in this area. Should we go down there? Should we grab the others and go, or should we wait and rest up somewhere? I'm gonna <laughs> kind of look over my my wounds. <laughs> Whatever happens, I think we should rest for a little while. Wait, don't we need all the other keystones before we go to this place? So you guys have only found one of four keystones. Okay, so... Alright, Isaac. What's up? We need to go back. But now there's somebody guarding the portal. We do have disguises, and if we go back to the city, we might be able to fabricate more. I can put the guard to sleep. Or charm him, and then just bring everybody back through. We'll go up the waterfall and head back into the main cavern and like take a rest in here. How many? How many men are in this room? Uh, so you got the one guarding the door, two that are talking amongst themselves, and about three people sleeping. So six. Can I insight and make sure nobody's listening in on us, like eavesdropping? Yeah, go ahead and make an insight check. It's a nine. Doesn't appear that anyone's listening to you. Uh, you can hear snoring coming from the sleeping people, and the two men who are talking to each other—they're on the other side of this cave. They're not paying any mind to you. Okay. 
I think regardless, we need to go check in with the rest of the group. I think that's as good a place as any to start. All right, so we head back. Yeah, you guys head back to the direction of the portal. Um, and as you walk in, how, how are you guys approaching? I'm going to use my feature, which is enthralling performance. So I'm going to perform with seductive fey magic to this man uh, <laughs> that's watching the portal. So as long as he's within 60 feet of me, he needs to make a wisdom save against my spell save, the DC or recharmed. In the last an hour. Describe how you want to enthrall him. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna just walk out with my robe slightly off my shoulder, and I'm gonna start playing my flute and dancing his way, and then see if that seduces him or not. Wait, you're just trying to like... actually seduce him? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, now that we're alone, um, <laughs> just you and me, Nickel. I've seen Nichols. the way you looked at me, Nichols. I've seen the way you look at me in the cot room. And <laughs> he's wearing a mask. I, with your one eye mask, you're always watching, and that's I find that very attractive in a guard. <laughs> I can't take myself seriously. Why did I choose to play a bard in this campaign? I don't know why you chose to seduce this man. <laughs> I don't think that seductive fey magic literally means seduction. I think it just means like you're compelled to listen to it. We'll go with that for this interpretation. <laughs> We've right. already committed. Wow. Okay. You see Nichols stare at you as you walk into this room. And as you approach, he grabs his mask and takes it off to look at you face to mask. You know, I didn't think that you would uh, would catch my hint. And <laughs> he is seduced. Oh, no. Excellent. Um, um, as you look at Nichols' face, he's an unassuming human male. He's got kind of a clean-cut beard, if only because he's trying to keep it under his face mask. And yeah, he has bushy eyebrows that probably are better hidden behind the mask. Um, but he looking at you adoringly. Um, I'm going to distract him as much as possible and just kind of charm him and sweet talk him while I motion for Isaac to go through the portal. Yeah, you've got him like wrapped around your finger. Isaac, make a uh, stealth check with advantage. Does it is the advantage because he's my wingman? <laughs> no, it's because he, the guard is very distracted. <laughs> my second roll was a nat 20, so... You watch Wiz uh, turn this guard's attention away from the portal, and when you see your opening, and as you appear on the other side of this portal, you can see your previous hostage, Brayden, is now gone. And you can see a very concerned Rave talking to Kako, and you can see a kind of horrified-looking Lessa as you come through this portal, and everyone has their attention turned to you. Kako <laughs> stares at you with a thousand-yard stare. Are you guys okay? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it either. What the fuck happened? Nothing. Let's just go inside. Where's Wiz? Um, trying to get some, I think. Okay, that sounds accurate. It's okay to be Lessa, I would understand if you wish to go stay at the Insight for now. No, no, I want to learn more about whatever this is. And the only evidence I've found connecting it to anything has been in it, down in that cave. So I want to go back. Okay. I promise I will be more <laughs> discerning before killing people. <laughs> that was a misjudgment on my part. Hold on. What are we talking I, about? I just stand up and walk through the portal. <laughs> oh, what? okay. Cock? No! <laughs> I try to stop him. Uh, yeah, you feel Isaac's like arm on your shoulder as you go to walk towards the portal. <laughs> what I the fuck are you doing? I don't think they'll actually stop us. I don't think they have instructions to stop us from walking around here. The one with the matches was here a minute ago, and he explained that um, they're not hostile, I guess, or weren't. Wait, hold on. So they don't. Then what the hell have we been doing? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not crazy, right? I just. I still don't understand. Like. They marked you as the same people. 
So how are they not hostile? I don't know. Wrong. They're feeding me lies and misdirections. We either have to kill all of them or none of them. We never ask questions before I chop people's body parts off. Okay, Rave is clearly traumatized, and I'm starting to question whether or not I should have been more stout. I'm a good person. The entire time you guys have been down here, you have had no run-ins that led to violence with these people. Nothing that we didn't initiate anyway. <sighs> yeah, we were good guys, so. Okay, fuck it. Let's let's go like push Kako through the portal. Uh yeah. I am you, to the other side. Let's cut back to Wiz real quick. Wiz, what are you doing? Uh, so by this point i want to make sure that uh me and nichols have watered off just to the side i want to be fooling around i guess not like serious just just fooling around (laughs) you guys find a dark corner to over the clothes fool around in and and, uh yeah you you guys have pulled nichols away from line of sight of this portal just as kako and the rest of the group walk back through Ah, fucking whiz i'm busy I'm oh oh something. can you make it fast <laughs> you see nichols uh holding his pants by by his belt <laughs> buckle um and he's who are your friends <laughs> oh um no one they are my prisoners i'm really good at my job he doesn't question you Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking them to the commander, actually. He fastens his belt and puts his mask back on. He says, okay, so no no time for fun when there's business to do. And he goes and takes his seat back on the crate overlooking the portal. He's pretty strict, so better go get this done. Uh, let's head that way. <laughs> I tell everybody. Yeah, you guys head back to yeah. the direction of the barracks. Yep. Um, and as you arrive at the barracks, the... The whole room is awake now, and the guard that you previously saw uh, standing in that opening is no longer there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just walk in and be like, um, yeah, hi, excuse me. Do you guys know who we are? Uh, and the whole room turns their t- attention towards you. And uh, with their weapons drawn, uh, they, they flip over some of these cots and take defensive positions. Uh, and they say, yeah, we know who you are. Okay, how about you tell me who you think we are, and we'll start there. You're here to to, to murder the, the Beholder, right? I don't know, team. Are we still here to murder the Beholder? Uh, I'm here to have a good time. I'm going to answer for the group. No, we're not here to murder the Beholder. We're here to is, parlay with him. Do you have an objection to that, uh, Paco? Paco is just going to let this happen. Uh, did you see the guard look at you? And he lowers his weapon and says, but no, you have to kill the Beholder. Why? Uh, Because that's what you were told to do. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm getting really tired of people assuming that I have to do whatever we're told. Uh, You you can do what you want, but are you going to find the keystones? Do we need to find the keystones so that we can talk to him? Well, I guess you could talk to him the way the commander does, but I don't know how that works. And you see one of the other guards yell, shut up, Tom. How does the com- Tom? <laughs> Tom, <laughs> you seem like a reasonable lad. Where is this commander? This is, oh, I don't know. He just kind of appears whenever he wants to. Could we, could we speak with him? He says, uh, well, the guy with the communicator just went up that way. And they gestures towards the door. He's like, we have instructions to not stop you. Yeah, I mean, fellas, come on, get up. We're not going to hurt you anymore. You can stand up with us around. Make a persuasion check. Okay. I'm really not going to hurt them, so. Yeah, but you just have to convince them. 25. Oh, yeah. These these guys believe you. Um, And you could tell just by the way they hold themselves that these guys are green. They haven't seen a lot of combat. They're they're a bunch of noobs. Uh, We weren't sent to kill you. We were only told to defend ourselves if necessary. See, I fucking told you. I know, but isn't it suspicious that you would just say, hey, we're not here to fight you? Isn't everything in this town suspicious? Everything under here is very suspicious as well. Since this whole town is built on suspicion and deceit, it's it's ruled by someone I, who I've never even heard of until he took the throne. So I, it's like a fake it's, name. 
Well, as long as I've lived here, things have been pretty shady. Um, but I mean, yeah, no, Singri's, um, no one knows who he is. He just was in charge one day. Oh, man. Oh, it's always been right in front of my eyes, hasn't it? There's something wrong with the city. <laughs> yes, you've had your eyes opened. You see what we fight for. I'm going crazy, guys. I need you to level with me. Everybody in this room, including my friends. Does this sound like total baloney or is this what's really going on? I just I turn to Rave and I say, I hate politics. I'm just suspicious of everyone at this point. Like, I don't even trust Kako anymore. I don't even trust Kako anymore. <laughs> I don't even trust Kako anymore. I think all of the stuff that these people are talking about is more or less irrelevant because oh. it's a beholder. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, sometimes so, they're nice. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, very rarely beholders are nice, and very rarely do they care about anything other than their own self-interest. They are creatures of paranoia. The point is, we won't know until we find the thing. Then, we can all democratically come to a resolution as to whether or not we would like to kill it. Sure. Kako leaves the room. I am going to follow Kako, though. I'm like, Grave, let's go back and take a nap. I think we can just camp our new buddies. It would be good. Might as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, they got have... beds because I'm, I'm hurt. You're hurt. Come on, Kako. Hey. hey, we're sleeping in your bed. I crawl into a bed and I die. <laughs> <laughs> I pick up one of the cots that they left on the ground and I'm gonna straighten it up and lay it out for Lessa, and then I'm gonna take take another one, fix it up for myself. I'm just going to kind of sit and think for a while. Yeah, you guys rest for the night, and it's quiet, and you guys sleep. Hello, once again, it is I, Marbles the Update Warlock. I have to say, this is very inconvenient timing to be called upon by my patron, Shmoop, who demands that I pass along information regarding something known as tabletop trouble. I have heard something scurrying around my tower, and I fear that bandits may have stumbled into my magic sanctum. So I'm going to try to keep my voice down. First up, you listening to this, there is a website you must visit called www.twitter.com slash tabletop trouble on that site you will see a follow button if you care about more updates from our lord smoop then click the follow button and if you wish to praise our great deity tweet at us using the hashtag troublepod it seems as though we are always apologizing for delays, but with the release of this very episode, we are excited to tell you we have several episodes in the chamber, ready for posting. The schedule going forward will be every Tuesday at noon Pacific Standard Time. Hopefully, we will be able to stay on top of this now that we've given ourselves a head start. Though, uh, no promises. Finally, we come to that special point where we must thank the musician Andromeda for our intro music, Light Years From Home. Please follow them at andromeda.bandcamp.com. There is someone at the door. I have retrieved Smoop's orb and shall flee through the window. Hopefully I remember how to cast Featherfall. It has been a while. If you don't hear from me again, spread the word of Schmoop in my absence. Away! Rave, you are no longer exhausted. Cool, that's really all I was resting for, was <laughs> my brain no worky anymore. And then doesn't everyone get temporary hit points from Isaac? Uh, everybody take 11 temporary hit points. Oh, <laughs> Kako was so distraught. I don't even know how to play this. Like, yeah, this was this has really been like just a fucking earth shattering revelation. 
Why wouldn't they say anything? Why didn't they say anything while I was trying to kill them? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember exactly what went down with the one that got eaten by a spider. I still, I do not take the blame for that one. That's, that would be like negligent homicide. That's all I'm willing to plea for. He just died in our custody, but not at our hands. So now that we're all rested and shit, I see by the door to the arena, there's like a little side path on the map. Yes. You guys want to go check that out since it's right there? You'd have to go back up the waterfall. I wouldn't. We would just go through the fuck, the uh, the other door in this room. Um, yeah. Might as well just go check that out. Sure. Yep. So we go through the other door in the Eric room back to the river. I'm going to follow Taco. Is Freddy yeah. still on the bridge? Uh, so there's nobody in the barracks, and as you guys make your way down this tunnel, these tunnels are quieter than you've seen. The only sounds are the occasional <laughs> dripping of water from above you and the sounds of the river uh, and waterfalls crashing against the rocks. Uh, and as you make your way back up to the footpath, you can see Freddy's little station where he had a little desk that he was sitting at, but Freddy is nowhere to be seen. In fact, you, you haven't seen any members of the eyes of the city. They all just fuck off. And as you make your way up this footpath back to the um, beholder door that you saw, you see a small set of stairs that leads up and over this door. And as you climb this set of stairs, you are standing at the mouth of this waterfall. And you can see a couple stalactites and a couple rocks down the way. Um, but it goes down to darkness. But about 50 feet down this tunnel, you can see something glowing. To my dark vision, can I see what it is? Um, it appears to be some sort of sword. Oh. What do you see with your elf eyes? <laughs> there appears to be some some variety of magical sword in this boiling river. That sounds like for strong people that wield swords. I look at Raven Isaac. Isaac, do you want the sword? Uh, sure. Do you want I mean, me to I mean, get the sword for you? <laughs> Well, it's a boiling river. No, you're I think not going to. One of us that can reach it is probably Wiz. <laughs> oh, I can cast water walk on ten people. Oh, I meant like fly because it's boiling, so it'll still hurt if we walk on it. All right, Mike, I'm going to cast fly on myself. Yeah. Third uh, level, just me, and I'm going to fly over to the sword. Yeah, you fly into this tunnel. Do you have dark vision? I don't. <laughs> But I'm going to pull out one of my little glowing mushrooms for light. Yeah. Do you have the ever-burning torch, too? Oh, I could use that, but a, a glowing little mushroom in my pocket is cuter. Uh, you stick a mushroom in your pocket and you let out this bioluminescent light that gives you kind of a dim view. You can see where the sword is because it's glowing with a, a bright light. And as you fly down this tunnel, I need you to make a constitution save. Actually, I need you to make three of them. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, jeez. We never think about these things, but don't worry. Air Genasi have great constitution. I don't believe you. <laughs> no, they actually do. First one's a nineteen. Okay. Uh, next one is only a thirteen, and then the next one after that is twenty-four. Okay, as you fly down this tunnel, it's almost like you step into an oven. You don't feel the heat, but you can sense that your skin is almost blistering under the pure heat of Ow. this tunnel. And you oh, say, so it's not going to be as bad. Sunburn. <laughs> that was so many dice. <laughs> I'm already erasing my HP. Oh, wait, no, I have temporary hit points. Uh, so you take uh, six points of damage All right. from the first <laughs> save. Uh, 12 points from the that one you didn't save on and uh, I need you to make a constitution save or not a, con a concentration save oh no, no. <laughs> I'm doing my own math oh uh, no what if this turns out to be just like a rusty ass sword that is not special in any way whatsoever or it's, it's just fucking cursed 19 yeah, so you're able to keep this fly up as you continue oh. down this tunnel. <laughs> and you take four points of damage from the last successful save. Okay, so as you see Wiz like, disappear kind of down this dark tunnel with this glowing mushroom, he's kind of like, ow, 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 
screaming most of the way down into the tunnel. Uh, am I at the sword now? Yeah, you see the sword, and it's kind of like lodged into a rock, um, and it's glowing with, with an ethereal energy. Can I make like a uh, insight uh, about it? Uh, or... You can make Arcana. Yeah. Well, it definitely looks magical. <laughs> right. But yeah. the, the, the sword is not lying to you, so it wouldn't be insight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <clears throat> maybe okay. maybe bring it back out of the oven before you cook yourself as you try to make an inspection on it. Uh, well, I got a two, which is a total of six. Um, um, so I see, ooh, shiny. And I'm going to try to grab it out of the rock. Yeah, it, it gives you a little bit of resistance, um, but you're able to free it from this rock. Oh, cool. Um, and, no strength uh, save. <laughs> fly back out of this oven tunnel. Do I uh, need to make to another? No, no, you, you make it out. Okay. I am never doing that again. And uh, you see Wiz's usual blue complexion, now like a pink with some little blisters over his skin. How much Gross. max HP are you missing? Only 10. Hey, you can have 11 back. Ooh. Can I do an arcana check on the sword? Yeah. 17. You look over this sword, and as you uh, take a look at it, it's got runes down the blade um, that are glowing orange with like a fiery energy. And as you look past the hilt of the blade, it has the wings of an angel. And as you look at it, you could tell this is a magical sword just by its appearance, the fact that it's glowing with light. Um, but it also appears to be a plus one longsword. What language are the runes in? They are in <laughs> Dwarvish by the looks of it. What do they say? It appears to be a name or a title. It says Light Song. Light Song. Yes. Oh, enjoy, Isaac. I mean, Rave, do you want it? Oh, this is clearly your shit, my dude. I've got I mean, my axe and I've still got long tooth from my brother. So like, I'm good. I draw my, my other sword and I kind of look at both of them. And I, look, I change my weapons for every fight. You can change your weapons for every fight. You I don't mean, have to get rid of your sword. <laughs> this one is sentimental value. Um, yeah, you grab this sword <laughs> and as you claim it, you hear a voice in your head and it says, do you claim me as your wielder? Um, Why? I shall grant you power to smite your foes. If you fight for justice, I am yours to wield. What's your definition of justice? Only to slay those who wish harm upon others. To fight the creatures who call the dark their home. Isaac, who are you talking to? Um, I gesture with the sword. The sword? I think? Is um, it telling you to kill your friends and family? Because if it is, put it down. No, but I'm not really interested in owning you. Are you weak? If you are weak, pass this power to another. I mean, if you're not going to use it, I could always use another enchanted weapon. I give it to Kako. Okay. Uh, I take it out. He says, are you worthy of this power? Will you wield me to smite your enemies? Uh, yes. Good. I have long thirsted for justice. And this weapon attunes itself to you without giving you a chance to defend against it. Uh, oh, so okay. This, so this sword is called Light Song, as you previously intuited. It is a sentient magical longsword. Oh. It does plus one damage and deals an additional 1d6 radiant damage to undead. It also gives you plus one intelligence. Oh, damn. Smart. Okay. And it is a lawful good longsword. It will only obey you as long as you're aligned with it. <laughs> <laughs> you are not lawful good. And I know that. Okay. As okay, long as you do good. what, it, yeah, as long, not, not literally aligned with it. Like not oh. if your actions are aligned with it. Right. Gotcha. If you, if you use it to try and kill people, it's not going to obey you. Like, I will not do that. Uh, um, should we start walking back then? And head back into the main corridor. Up where yeah. we met the mass man. And then, yeah, and we then... saw zombies up there. Oh, sweet. And then we just haven't gone further down. Looks like the main hall. Okay. Do we want to just go to and figure it out? I the... mean, yeah. Do you want an excuse to kill some zombies with your badass sword? Yeah. That's, that sounds <laughs> that's like just the sort of distraction I need right now. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Back, back to where you guys originally rested for the night your first night here yes yes yeah. actually but now we found beds so uh, <laughs> as you guys make your way back down across the footpath uh across the river that the uh that runs down to the portal area it's still quiet um and eventually you make your way north back to the main entrance and as you step out into the main hallway, you can see a group of kobolds, probably about four of them, about 50 feet into the tunnel, who have become aware of your presence and are kind of just staring at you. Fuck off! <laughs> Did it work? Uh, as you yell, make an intimidation check. <laughs> uh, 24. Uh, yeah, you see uh, three of the kobolds scatter off behind you, and the fourth one is slowly following after them, but he appears to be limping. Oh. Which direction were they? Were they like east or west in the main tunnel? They were east in the main tunnel. Okay. Didn't I scare Weird. off the first kobolds we came across too? Uh, I don't know that you scared them. They just ran off when they saw you guys. I scared them. It's my magical powers. <laughs> guys it works yeah i guess we continue to the fucking the thingamajig yeah yep. you guys walk away leaving right. the limping kobold to hobble down the tunnel uh after his friends very slowly and head back into the crypt area where you guys found the first keystone and do, right before you do kobolds do they speak yes before we completely leave them uh psst, hey little guy Make a persuasion check. After she just told it Look, to I know. Fuck off. <laughs> 19. It stops hobbling away and looks at you. It doesn't come in your direction. Um, it, it looks at you kind of scared, but curious as to what you're trying to do. Um, I'm going to take out some of my leather working tools and like a little bit of leather and like make like a splint. Yeah, you pull out your tools and it demonstrates an almost like fascination with your tools and it kind of like takes a couple hops towards your direction. Come here. Aww. I, I get as low to the ground as I can. I want to be, I know that I was just intimidating, but now that I'm closer, I want to be non-threatening. Uh, yeah, make another persuasion. <laughs> Fuck off. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what kind of roll am I making? Persuasion. 16. Okay, uh, yeah, it, it continues to hop its way towards you, and you can see as it gets closer, it's not necessarily that its leg is broken. It looks like its foot has been removed, um, so it's just oh. hobbling around on a stump. And as it makes its way towards you, he kind of reaches towards your leatherworking tools. Change of uh. plans. Instead of using my tools and leather to make a splint, I'm going to take one of my javelins and I want to break it and make him a little crutch. Yeah, you want to make him a little crutch? Yes. Uh, yeah. And just, I show, show him how to use it. You're skilled in uh, leatherworking and building stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, go ahead and just make a, a roll and add your... What's the word? What's... Proficiency? Proficiency. Proficiency, thank you. Proficiency to it. 16. Yeah, you. Uh, it takes you probably about four or five minutes, um, but you're able to fashion a small crutch uh as you do um you notice that your tool bag has gotten a little lighter all right hey give it back when you can see him like holding something under his arm okay hang on because maybe i'll make him a trade what is that are we adopting this little kobold okay Lisa, you have a new brother so <laughs> oh, oh no no I, i'm good in the my explorer's pack i have a mess kit which would be like a little tin box with like a tin cup and fork and stuff yeah and I take it out and offer him the shiny stuff for my good stuff he he looks at what you have and he pulls the the tools back out from under his arm and places them on the ground in front of him all right and i give him the mess kit yeah he sits down on the ground and like he has a small pack on his back that he flips over as he pulls it open. You can see there's tons of like broken tools and old daggers, just things he's collected. And he scoops up the mess kit and shovels it into his bag. And I look over to Isaac. Isaac, you're the dad of the group. Can I have him? Uh, as you ask if you can have him, he like 
grabs his bag and like no 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 scoots backwards. No 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 no. It it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Here, learn how to use your crutch. Uh, and he says he says me not trade. No gift. This is a gift. And he he looks you up and down and. But I do take my leather working tools back before he changes his mind. Uh, he <laughs> believes you, and he, he grabs this this crutch from you and straps it to under his arm, begins using it to kind of walk around in a circle. There you go. And improvised weapon. So, <laughs> bonus. There you go. All right. Get out of here, you little scamp. <laughs> you nice people. Everyone mean here. <laughs> what happened to your foot? Cave collapse. Me, me stuck. Loose foot. Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's rough. Life rough in cave. Oh my god. I want to adopt them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to leave Scamp and the others here. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna open a cobalt orphanage. I don't care if they're all adults. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, little friend, we gotta go. Yeah, you leave this kobold behind. Is he gonna live a good life, Mike? <laughs> I mean, he's he's a kobold in a cave. He's probably living his best life. Oh, good. I love that for him. I want him to go to kobold college. I just want him to be a successful lawyer. Uh, I raised him so much better. This entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, you guys make your way into the crypt up to past where you guys had slept right before the trap rooms where Kako had previously uh, heard a shuffling that he assumed were zombies or undead of some description. Um, it's a dark cave with uh, almost no light in it, and you can still hear this shuffling coming from it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw a light song, step into the cave, I guess. Yeah, and as you get closer into this cave, Light Song actually glows brighter to the point where he's almost totally illuminating this cave. And wow. you can see probably about eight zombies in this room just shuffling around but they have <gasps> taken notice to your light they have yes it's a fucking bright ass sword <laughs> uh sword man do you like zombies i detest zombies vile creatures that defy life's order oh this is good okay uh <laughs> are we all good to just attack these zombies no, to be honest, because I don't know what the fucking world is anymore after all the fucking bullshit we've been hey, through. Hey, 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 I put both hands on your shoulders, Isaac. I'm like, look at me. Look me dead in the eye. What What was? I have no idea what the fuck has been going on since we left Alora, But I can tell you one thing. Those are zombies and they're dead. There's no coming back from that. Well, except once when they were zombies. I'm not really thinking this through. Anyway, they're fine. We're just going to go in there. We're going to whap them a little bit till they fall to pieces. Hey, zombies, do you feel anything? All right. See? <laughs> Did the zombies respond? Uh, they have started rushing your direction. I need everyone. Oh, to okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Kako got 21. Oh, damn. I got 16. Hey, I also got a 16. So who's going to go so first? So now we fight. I got a 13. Roll I think yeah, if, roll if, if we're rolling off, he got a 13, I got a 15. Okay, you go first. All right. What did Lessa get? Lessa got a 19. Holy shit. Oh, man, that means I'm last. It does. <laughs> All right, as these zombies rush this cave, most of these zombies are like clumped up as they make their way towards you, but three of them are hanging back about 20 feet behind this group. There are a couple wielding uh, long swords, and then two in the back are wielding long bows. Shit, it's Minecraft. <laughs> it's all Minecraft. I've got it figured out. Uh, Kako, you're up. The group that's all together is, is about 15 feet ahead of you. I guess I'll just... Run up to the nearest one, and I'll uh, slash him with Light Song. Yeah, go ahead and make an attack roll. 19. That is certainly a hit. With my extra attack, do I need to target the same guy twice? Uh, extra attack just means you make an extra attack roll. You don't have to do the same guy twice, no. Okay, can I target a different one? Yeah, you're within striking range of like three of them. I'll okay. attack two of them this turn then. Yeah, go ahead and make a second attack roll. Uh, it's a 23 on the second one. Yeah, both of those are hits. So cool. roll damage. 
That's a four on the first one and a seven on the second one. Um, and then I get 1d6 on each of them as well because yep. they're radiant damage. Um, so that's eight on one. one, so one nice. Wait, eight total? Yeah, eight total. Okay. All right. The uh, zombies are up next. The two that just uh, that you just attacked, Kako, are going to attack you back with their long swords drawn. Uh, that's a 23. Oh, no. And a 10 for the first zombie. Uh, the second zombie, that's uh, another 10. And for his second hit, uh, that's a crit. Oh, Ooh. Jesus. The first zombie rushes you and slashes you with his long sword, striking you across the chest with his blade. But as he goes to pull his second attack, he misses. Uh, you're going to take nine points of damage from the first hit. Yikes. And then the zombie that uh, hit you with a crit, he's going to like ram his blade through your side as he runs up to you, taking a pretty big gash. Oh, 19 points of damage. Jesus. One of these zombies is going to run around the group and attempt to attack Lessa, who is standing not far behind you with its longsword. It does not hit and it misses both of its attacks. One of them is going to run up to Rave. Ouch, that's another crit. What the fuck? That's oh, a crit no. and a second hit. Oh, dear God. <laughs> 21 <laughs> points of damage for the critical. Oh, my God. I mean, at least it raves one of taking it i'm not raging yet so i'm not even fucking resistant yet this is goddamn bullshit how many points 21 for the first hit uh, what that's 11 for the second hit oh jesus uh, okay uh, uh yeah this zombie comes up and absolutely thrashes you with his sword well heck guys let's <laughs> go attack zombies it'll be easy i mean what? i'm in whiz territory whoa what <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, actually, it's not as bad as I thought. I forgot about my temporary hit points. Oh, there you go. I was down to 61, but then I forgot about my hit points, so I'm back up to 72. Same. Okay, <laughs> see, I'm in whiz territory. I started at 104. Like, my, my max HP is 72. TPK. TPK. Do I really have the lowest max HP of the yes. whole fucking party? You are yes, big, squishy boy. You must be protect. Please help. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> uh, the last zombie in this initial group is going to break off and run up to you, Isaac. Oh, great. Uh, Why did I open my fucking mouth? It misses with its first attack with its longsword and with its second. Yay. Uh, just as you cheer that you have been avoided, the two with longbows, one of them fires in your direction. In your uh, arrogance. <laughs> That is a hit for the first Fun. arrow, but a miss with the second arrow. That's five points of piercing damage. The other longbow boy is going to attack you, Kako. What's your AC? Uh, 16. So that's a miss with the first one and a miss with the second one. The zombie in the back of the room that appears to be commanding the others is going to reach for a horn at its side and blow into it. The horn lets out a guttural song that causes the other zombies to glow with an ethereal energy that appears to invigorate them. Lessa is going to cast Water Whip on the zombie that just attacked her, uh, but she misses. It is Rave's turn. Okay, first, fucking raging, because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing that bullshit, no. <laughs> Second, the zombies are all individuals, right? Like, they're not a horde, <clears throat> so they all are separate creatures? Yes. Fuck. I knew that was the answer, but I was hoping it was not. Okay. The one who did all the bullshit hits on me, is he's, he's still behind me? He's right in front of you. Right in front of me? Uh, I'm going to cut his head off. You can certainly try. I'm going to cut his head off. I'm going to attack recklessly. 27 to hit. Yes. 16 damage. Yeah. And then I attack again. I'm going to slash in the other direction. 19 to hit. Yes. And then 17 damage. Uh, yeah, you take a step towards this uh, zombie that just attacked you, slice at him with your axe, and um, you can feel like the bones crumble under the weight of your strikes. I mean, you can tell that this thing is not holding on by very much as it readies a counterattack. But I did the two slashies. 
Yeah, it's not dead though. Yes, it is. They're literally dead, all dead. Oh, haha. No, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, I guess it's my turn. Okay, Isaac, you're up. Oh, but this guy now does have a disadvantage on everybody other than me. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna draw my sword, and there's a like a cluster of enemies on Kako. Yeah. Yeah, there's about within like striking range of Kako. There's about three of them. But can I reach somebody that's attacking him? From where you are? No, he's about okay. ten feet ahead of you. I see. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame on the one that attacked me. Sure. Flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take radiant damage. The target gains no benefit from cover for the saving throw. Uh, yeah, it passes. <laughs> so it just doesn't do anything. Well, that was a waste of a turn. Yeah, you cast this radiant flame. As it begins to glow around this zombie, he quickly sidesteps out of the way before it is able to engulf him in radiant energy. Wiz, you're up. So is there any way I can get in a particular lineup for a certain light <laughs> bolt? Um, so I'd say you can position yourself in a way where you would be able to avoid hitting Isaac and hit four of them. The one that Isaac is attacking, uh, one of the ones that is attacking Kako, one of the arrow boys, and the commander in the back. Yeah, so I'll do that. I'll rush in front of Isaac and try to align myself with these undead creatures. And I'm going to also use my feature while I'm using lightning bolt, which is bonus action. Before casting a spell, a gust of air surrounds you and lifts you 10 feet off the ground without provoking an opportunity attack. And then I'm actually going to cast lightning bolt at fifth level, and then I'm going to empower it. Okay. So that's 10 D six. Damn. Powered. Thirty-seven. Uh, yeah. Th- yeah. So thirty-seven. Yeah, you uh dive past Isaac and line yourself up in a way where you can cast this lightning bolt through as many foes as possible. And as you fire it from the tips of your fingers, as you float off the ground, uh, the lightning strikes through four of these zombies. And you managed to kill one of the ones that was attacking Kako. Oh, yeah. I just kind of want the bones to shake a little bit in the zombie. And then I want them to explode across the room, rattling around, hitting different rocks and stones. Yeah, you uh, fire this electricity. And as it strikes uh, one of the ones that was attacking Kako, it glows with electricity as it runs through its bones. And it explodes into piles of gore and viscera as bones clatter across the floor. Never going to get used to that. Uh, Kako, you're up. You've got one more zombie attacking you. And then uh, one attacking Lessa close by, too. Um... I guess I'll split my attacks again. I'll hit the one near me, and then I'll hit the one near Lessa. Uh, it's an 18 on the one near me. That's a hit. A 13 on the one attacking Lessa. That is not a hit. Okay. I got a 16 damage. You uh, strike Light Song into the zombie directly in front of you, piercing the chest of this zombie with the blade, and its wounds glow with an ethereal magical energy as you withdraw the blade from the zombie, but it is still standing in front of you. And these Zambos are up. The one that you attacked, Kako, is going to retaliate and attack you in turn. That is a a hit for the first one, uh, and a miss with the second one. That's nine points of slashing damage as this zombie once again catches you with its blade. The one that was attacking Lessa is going to continue to attack Lessa. That's a miss with the first hit, but a hit with the second one. Uh, Yeah, this zombie that has Lessa has been pretty good at avoiding has finally caught up to her and slashes her with its long sword and deals 10 points of damage to her. The zombie that was attacking Rave it has disadvantage against you or disadvantage against other creatures? Others. Okay, so it's going to continue to attack you. Uh, miss. Uh, two misses. Similar story, Isaac. Everyone is just continuing the same attacks they did last time. That's a hit. God damn it. And another hit. So 
So this zombie that is engaged with you attacks you twice with its blade. And as you try and dodge out of the way, you catch the edge of its blade both times as it slices in your direction. And it deals you 16 points of slashing damage. Bow and arrow boys are up next. That's a miss as it fires uh, an arrow at Rave. uh, And another miss. And then the other uh, bow boy is the one that Wiz just attacked. And it is going to attack Wiz uh, with its bow. Wiz, what's your AC? It's a lowly 12. That's a hit. Yeah. That's two hits. Yeah. 20 points of piercing damage as you're hit by both of these arrows. Floating in the air has made you kind of an easy target. The commander of the zombies is up next. He is going to run up to uh, Kako and place his hand on you, attempt to drain life from you. That is a hit. So you take eight points of necrotic damage, and I need you to make a DC constitution saving throw. Question. Yeah. Um, Magic uses Nemesis. I can use that as a reaction. Uh Can I just stop this spell from being cast? It's not a spell. Oh, okay. Never mind then. So it's how much damage? It's eight damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Then at 11. So you are not only uh, hit for eight points of damage, your max HP is drained eight points of damage until you take a long rest. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That sucks. Uh, And then he attempts to attack you with his long sword with his second attack. He misses them. (laughs) Kako's just like, oh, I'm dying. Rip me, I guess. (laughs) Lessa is going to, uh, once again, attempt to water whip the zombie in front of her. That is a hit this time. 3d10. 8. 9, 10. uh, To the zombie in front of her. Um, The zombie is still still standing, though. Rave, you're up. You got a pretty rickety-looking zombie right in front of you. Gonna cut his goddamn head off. Yeah, roll attack. Alright, gonna do a reckless. Oh, that's a nat 20, boys! Yeah, roll Nat 20 damage. plus 8. I get so much extra stuff. Right, I'm gonna need, need extra damage dice here. So you roll whatever your damage dice is once, uh-huh. plus whatever bonuses, uh-huh. and the second time is another roll without bonuses. Okay. So 34 minus 5. 29. So 29. Is his head off yet? Yeah, you uh you slice the head off of this zombie and as the head flies into the air, uh the body stands motionless in front of you kind of wavering back and forth. You kick it to the ground. The head lands on the chest of this zombie, slack-jawed and expressionless. All right, extra attack. Who's closest? <laughs> You have the one that's attacking Lessa or the one that's attacking Isaac. They're both the same distance. How far away is the one attacking Isaac? About 15 feet from you. Okay, I'm going to run up on it and jump and bring my axe down on its head. Actually, make a before you roll the, the attack, this is another crit. It was another crit. Okay, <laughs> never mind then. <laughs> Why? What do you want me to do? Oh, I was going to make you do an acrobatics check and maybe give you advantage, but you don't need it. No, I got a fucking crit. Hell yeah. Okay. 23. Yeah, how do you want to do it? I want to cleave it in twain. Yeah, Isaac, as you are locked in combat with this zombie right in front of you, you see Rave fly into your periphery vision and slam down on top of this zombie, slicing it in two as half of the zombie lands at your feet. Just slack jawed. I give Isaac a gentle punch on the shoulder and say, All right, let's go kill Ow. some more zombies. I said gentle. Don't be such a squishy boy. Let's go kill <laughs> some more zombies. Isaac, you are up. There are five zombies still standing. Yeah, I'm going to draw my sword and use flame blade on it. And I'm going to attack the leader. You run up to the leader with your flame blade drawn and go ahead and roll that attack. Uh, 18. Yeah, that's a hit. The leader takes seven fire damage, four slashing damage, and then the uh, the flame jumps a target within five feet, so it'll jump to the other one next to him, and it yeah. will do 20 fire damage to him. Uh, yeah. How do you want to do that? 
I'm just going to imagine this leader's got something on him. My blade connects, but the flame just can't super control it very well. So it just leaps to the next one and just incinerates him. To yeah. You run up to Kako's side uh, with your flaming blade and slice it through the leader of the zombies. The blade shoots out of the back of the wound you have created, incinerating the undead behind it, leaving nothing but a smoldering pile of flesh. Wiz, you're up. All right. There are four zombies left, the commander, the one that is attacking Lessa, and then the two bow boys in the back. All right, I'm going to help Lessa out. So I'm going to quicken a cantrip and use another cantrip. And I'm going to spend two sorcery points to do so. Well, before I run over, I'm still kind of floating. I'm going to actually cast Ray of Frost, which is 3d8. Does a 15 hit? Yes, just barely. Oh, Hot dog. We got a plus eight. All right. My ray of frost hits for three, four, seven damage. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, seven damage. Yeah, sorry. Three, four, (laughs) seven damage. All right. Yeah. So you uh, cast this ray of frost at this zombie as you fly over Les's head. It's moving a little slower, but you can tell that you haven't slowed its attack. It's still on the offensive. Yeah, I thought so. So now I'm going to run up to it and cast Shocking Grasp. Yeah, go ahead and take advantage on this roll, too. I don't think I really needed it. (laughs) All right, well, that does... It makes it better. So it's going to be a 22, but now it's a 27. So Okay. That's a little better. 10 damage. Yeah, how do you want to do it? So, yeah, I'm just going to latch onto it and make it crumble to pieces in front of Lessa. Not traumatically. No, it's like, ta-da! I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. (laughs) With the fact that it has been uh, wet by Lessa's water whip and then frozen by your ice attack, when you cast Shocking Grasp, it overcharges with energy, and this creature just crumbles and cracks to the ground in front of you. Hell yeah. And my turn. Uh, Kako, you're up. Two bow boys further back, about 30 feet from you, and the commander right in front of you. Oh, I'm going to take two big meaty swings out of the commander. Yeah, go ahead. That's an 11 and a 20. The 20 is a hit. The 11 is not. Okay. The six damage total. Yeah, that's enough. How do you want to do it? Um, I guess I just want to make a nice clean cut down the torso. Maybe him do a little uh, spin before he falls over. Yeah, you slice this commander down the torso, slicing him and his horn in half. Uh, And as you spin and the body falls to pieces behind you, the magical energy inside that horn begins to pour out into the room, flooding it with a screaming sound. And this white energy rushes through the cave tunnel and back out the exit that you initially walked down. And the two other zombies in this room fall dead to the ground lifeless. 